And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Attention, people of Earth. Do not resist us. All who oppose us shall be annihilated. We command the most powerful army of monsters in the universe. They are sure to defeat your Earth monsters. All those who are hearing this are now under the control of the Earth Destruction Directive. everyone, welcome to Earth Destruction Directive and Merry Christmas! I am your host, Mr. Luke Giaconetti. I'd like to thank everyone for downloading and listening to our very special Christmas holiday episode for 2021, where we are continuing our Earth Destruction Directive Christmas tradition of watching Power Rangers Christmas specials, and we are up to Power Rangers Dino Supercharge this time, so very excited to unwrap this little uh, Christmas present from the good folks here at Earth Destruction Directive and Demonzacore of Milan, Italy. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Here Comes Heximus was the 22nd and final episode of Power Rangers Dino Supercharge. It aired on December 10th, 2016, served as the epilogue to the series, with the previous episode actually being the finale of the series. Our writers are Judd Lynn, very familiar name uh, to uh, longtime Power Rangers fans, uh, Becca Barnes and Alwyn Dale, and our director is Michael Dwignan, and our synopsis has been freely adapted from Ranger Wiki. Our story opens at the Dinosaur Museum, where three of the Rangers, Shelby, Chase, and Riley, find presents addressed to them under their Christmas tree. Opening them, they find lumps of coal, which sparkle with energy and put them under some sort of spell. Tyler then arrives, finding a similar gift for himself and one for Kendall. He takes the gifts downstairs just in time for Coda, Sir Ivan, and the Keeper to arrive via time travel. Tyler opens his gift, and the coal turns him into an evil elf. Tying Tyler up, Coda jogs his memory by reminding Tyler of his hunt to find his father. This breaks the spell, returning Tyler to normal. Santa Claus then calls Ranger HQ, yes, that Santa Claus, reporting that all of his coal has been stolen. The coal is at a nearby warehouse where the Rangers investigate. They find Shelby, Chase, and Riley also turn into evil elves, along with a force of Vivix, who should not exist, thanks to the fact that they defeated Sledge and changed history in that previous episode. Commanding the evil forces is the monster Heximus, who plans to use this cursed coal to take control of the minds of people all over the world. Chase and Riley are trapped inside of a delivery truck, allowing Sir Ivan and Kendall to remind them of their true selves, breaking the spells. With time running out, the Keeper contacts the rest of the Dino Charge team, James, Prince Philip, and Xeno Wing, as the Rangers pursue Heximus. 
The rangers confront Heximus before he takes off in his jet-powered sleigh. The monster explains that he managed to escape Sledge's ship as it was cast into the sun, stealing Wrench's escape pod. Heximus has been planning this attack for 65 million years and sends the Vivix, along with the still-evil Shelby, to attack the rangers. Shelby goes straight after Tyler, but Tyler reminds her of their deep connection and breaks Heximus' curse over her. Using their combined Energems, the Dino Charge team blasts Heximus' sleigh with a Victory Maximum Cannon Blast, stopping his flight before it starts. Heximus has a backup plan. Using a Magna Beam built into the sleigh, he grows to giant size. The Rangers summon their Zords, forming the Dino Charge Ultra Zord, Terra Charge Megazord Ankylo Formation, and Plesio Charge Megazord Paki Formation. Heximus puts up a fight, but he is no match for the Zords, and is vaporized by the Ultra Zord's Ultra Plasma Final Blast. Back at the museum, the Rangers and company are decorating their Christmas tree when Santa arrives. Tyler, clearly not practicing ladder safety, falls onto a tray of desserts covering everyone with whipped cream. Santa remarks that it is a good thing for Tyler that all the coal was stolen, then offers everyone presents for Christmas. Now, as is the tradition of the Christmas episodes during the Neo-Saban era of Power Rangers, this episode is a clip show focusing on the character arcs from that season. Well, except for Coda, who oddly doesn't get any flashbacks. He's just kind of there. Now, having not watched the show, the flashbacks themselves are are fine, but they lack context for me as a one-off episode. What helps this one out a good bit is that there is some actual action in the form of a Vivix fight as well as a short Zord battle. Also, and this is a little thing, the simple fact that this one is in continuity with the last Christmas special, which was Race to Rescue Christmas, as covered last year on Earth Destruction Directive, episode Gaiden 24, that amused the heck out of me, with the Rangers and Santa Claus already knowing each other after the last adventure. You know, sometimes it really is the little things that matter the most. Heximus makes for a nice Super Sentai-style monster. He's very overstyled, with lots of Christmas-themed kibble all over him. His head is a brick fireplace, with candles on the mantle, and a Santa hat on the chimney on the top. He has candles on his shoulder pads, garland hanging off his belt, he's got a wreath for a belt buckle, like bows on his knees, and this one is odd. His feet appear to be white and red athletic tube socks. I guess the idea is that you wear your socks with your pajamas on Christmas morning because you're not putting shoes on. His weapon is a spear or a lance made up of a Christmas tree on one side, complete with a gold star on top, attached to a candy cane as the handle. Now, there is no mistaking this guy's anything other than a Christmas monster, which makes sense since he does actually have his origin in a Christmas-themed two-parter from the original Super Sentai show, uh, Kyoruga which uh, Dino Charge and Dino Supercharge was adapted from. Both the small-sized and large-sized battle end with a big special attack. The Rangers blast Heximus Slay with a victory maximum cannon attack, while the Zords destroy Big Heximus with the Ultra Plasma Final Blast. These big attacks are very interesting-looking, flashy, very colorful. They give the episode more of a, you know, actual episode feel. But again, with no context, it's hard to appreciate them as much as I imagine I would had I watched the series beforehand and kind of knew the setup for these attacks. Obviously, more of a proper Power Rangers episode than some of the uh, other ones, especially the Mighty Morphin era Christmas episode, so I can't fault it too much. 
Now, overall, Here Comes Heximus is a perfectly serviceable Christmas special from the Power Rangers franchise. I have watched some seriously terrible Power Rangers Christmas episodes, and we've talked about them here on this podcast, and I can definitively say that Here Comes Heximus does not fall into that territory. It's not a terribly compelling episode on its own, but does have a nice mix of flashbacks, humor, and action, and does include a new monster. Now, if your kids are into tokusatsu, or if you are a Power Ranger fan, you know, lapsed or otherwise, there's a lot worse ways to spend 22 minutes or so of your Christmas break than catching up with the Dino Charge crew when, uh, on this episode. Now, if you'd like to watch Here Comes Heximus, the episode is unfortunately not included in the Dino Supercharge full season set, nor in the Dino Charge Dino Supercharge double season set, which, near as I can tell, is just a repack of the two single season sets put together. I ended up watching it on YouTube, on the Power Rangers official channel, which, as near as I can tell from my research, is the only place you can stream it online. So, you know, fire up that laptop or the set-top box and give it a spin, so to speak, you know, if you want to check this out. All right, so that kind of closes the book on Here Comes Heximus. Uh, again, if you're a Dino Dino Charge fan, I think it's it's a uh, it's worthwhile. You know, the two Dino Charge ones are both pretty fun in their own right, even though they are kind of similar in their their format. But uh, you know, but that's what you get with these newer Saban uh, Christmas specials, and frankly, I prefer that way more over some of the stranger ones from back in the day. Now, this episode, folks, is marked 16 episodes for a Destruction Directive here in 2021. That includes. Three Gaiden episodes, counting this one. Now, we obviously had a lot to talk about this year with the release of Godzilla vs. Kong, the biggest Daikaiju event in some time in this country, as far as I'm concerned. But beyond the legendary films, we covered a lot of ground this year. We covered the indie comic Stomped, the second Godzilla anime film. We covered more Ultraman, more Heisei Gamera, Space Chicken Giala, and even the indie Kaiju Raiga. Now, over those 16 episodes, I've had some guests on, including my brother Jason, of course, but also two first-timers in the form of my very good friend Joe Butler for Godzilla vs. Megalon, and of course, longtime podcaster Thomas DJ on the X from Outer Space. Uh, this past year, we also revised the intro and outro to the show for the first time in many years, uh, refreshing the production a little bit. And in a related move, I've also moved the show onto YouTube mirroring each episode on our YouTube channel after it goes live as a podcast. 2021 has also seen the complete overhaul of the Two True Freaks website and the inherent problems which arose from that. But at this point, other than one or two stubborn episodes which refuse to repost no matter what I do, those issues seem to be behind us and the new website seems to be working well along with the RSS feeds. 2021 I know is a challenging year for a change and uncertainty for most of us. Personally speaking, I know I had a lot of change to deal with on both a personal and professional level this past year, but hey, you know, if not for change, things might get boring, right? And nobody wants that. In any event, I'd, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank each and every one of you listeners out there, whether you've been with the show for years or somehow this is your first episode. Podcasts are a labor of love. I say that all the time. This one's no different. But I want all of you out there listening right now to know that I value and appreciate your patronage. And I hope I was able to make your year a little brighter, a little happier, a little stompier with Earth Destruction Directive. I mean it when I say that Earth Destruction Directive is for everyone and all are welcome here. I'm here to share something which brings me joy and happiness. And if you want to join in, all the better. 
I'm not here to win the fandom. I'm not here to save the fandom. I'm not here to bury the fandom. I'm just here to enjoy giant monsters and all that comes with it. I hope everyone is having and will continue to have a happy and safe holiday season. Whatever holidays you celebrate this time of year, there's a lot to choose from. And that you can spend those holidays with those who are important to you and those who you love. I would also like to wish everyone a happy and safe New Year's. As always, I put the emphasis on safe. As we all know, Earth Destruction Directive is a safety-conscious podcast. Uh, so if you are ringing in the new year with uh, some of your favorite beverages, do it safely. Don't put yourself or others in danger. Uh, me, I stay home with my wife and the kids. So the worst I have to deal with if I overindulge is, you know, negotiating up the stairs. I would also like to ask everyone to please remember all that we have to be thankful for this season and to keep in our minds those who maybe don't have as much to be thankful for. You know, folks in our own communities, folks in our places of business, or maybe even in our own families. And reach out to those folks. Let them know that you're thinking about them in this time. The holidays can be one of the hardest times for people that maybe have had a rougher go of things than, than we have. You see people around them being happy and it makes it that much harder. So make sure you think about uh, you know, the other people in, in your community or in your circle of life that, that you can reach out to in this time. All right, folks, this is all I have. This is the last time we're going to talk in 2021. So I want to thank all of you again for listening, sticking with the show for another year. We will be back in 2022 for more Giant Monster Mayhem. I hope all of you will be there with me. This is Luke Giaconetti signing off for Earth Destruction Directive. And all that's left to say is keep them stomping and Merry Christmas. This has been Earth Destruction Directive, a Daikaiju podcast, produced and created by me, Luke Giaconetti, as part of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, available at twotruefreaks.com. This is a fan work celebrating the history and culture of Japanese giant monsters. All movies, TV shows, comic books, characters, and other intellectual property is copyright their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended or implied. If you would like to send an email to the show, you can email me at earthdestructiondirective at yahoo.com. I try to respond to all emails, and if you send in some comments, I will read them on the show. All episodes of Earth Destruction Directive can be found at 2TrueFreaks.com. You can also find the show on your favorite podcatcher. Just search for Earth Destruction Directive. You can even leave a review on your podcatcher of choice if you'd like. You can find me on Facebook. Just search for first name Luke, last name EDD. You can also get in touch with me on Twitter. Just search for the handle at LJacone. That's L-J-A-C-O-N-E. The theme song for this podcast is Future Gladiator by Kevin McLeod downloaded from Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license. Thanks for listening, and be sure to come back next time for more city-stomping fun here on Earth Destruction Directive. Tune in next time to hear the crusty old podcaster from Oklahoma say, There's a WTF (laughs) moment if I ever saw one.